Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Friday afternoon, everyone. Kip Harrods here with your daily VRA investing podcast. What could have been a really ugly day today turned out to be not quite so bad. Dow futures are down over 650 points overnight. Uh, open ugly, dropped as much as 450 points before closing down just 157, just 157. Dow Jones was our winner on the day, down about six tenths of a percent. Our loser on the day, and this is not what you want to see if you're bullish, is NASDAQ. Tech heavy sector down 2.4% today, down 274. Again, earnings from all the big guys yesterday at the close. Uh, at first, well received, and here came the selling pressure. Uh, as, as you've heard us say many times in the past, it's not the news that matters most. It's the market's reaction to that news. So far, that news, that reaction has not been positive. Again, the NASDAQ down 274 at 10,911. Also, Russ 2000 down 1.4% and SP 500 down 1.2% at 3269. Uh, so it was a good late day rally, at least in the, Na- in the Dow, uh, a bit of one also in the SP 500, but could have been a lot worse. Again, we know what the, we know what the issue is, don't we? And folks, it's not coronavirus. It's not, let me repeat, the issue of the markets being down has absolutely nothing, or at least, how about this? It's 85 to 90% the election, maybe 10 to 15% coronavirus insanity. Look, the media is hyping it. All these new cases, 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 case dim it, case dim it. Well, the problem with that is that hospitalizations are down 85% from, from the peak. Deaths are down pretty much as much as that. Uh, so, you know, the, the, these lockdowns that are occurring in blue states and in hardest hit areas are going to be temporary in our view. We actually think after the election, as long as Trump wins, coronavirus will be over. Uh, it will disappear from, the, from the, uh, the, the, all your mainstream channels and your favorite uh, 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 Internet sites. If, if Biden wins, however, we will go back to lockdowns. We'll go back to lockdowns. You know, Europe, Europe had this all covered. Right? They did so much better. Handle it so much better than we did. Whoop. That, those folks have gone silent now. Europe's back in lockdown mode. This is all about authoritarian control. If Biden wins, we believe it'll be authoritarian control on steroids. So again, it's about the election. It's about a multi-week drawn-out affair featuring a lot of emergency stops at the Supreme Court. And this is what has the markets most concerned. It's what we're most concerned with. However, and there's a big however, this feels very much like 2016. It looks like the same playbook, to tell you the truth. But we had a big rally coming out of that. And we're seeing the same kind of setup now. Matter of fact, and I'll cover this, uh, well, let's go over it now. The Dow Jones today hit its 200-day moving average, bounced exactly off it. Our broad markets are now hitting, on the VRA investing system, are now hitting extreme oversold. Not quite yet extreme oversold on steroids, but they're getting close. Matter of fact, the Dow Jones is now flashing almost every one of our biggest buy signals at this level. We want the 200-day to hold, but come, uh, come Monday, Tuesday, I can tell you we're going to be putting a lot of money to work. We've raised a lot of cash here, so, uh, specifically in our options program. We're about to put that to work, looking for a big sell-off into the election, and we will go aggressively long, probably beginning Monday, uh, certainly at the worst on Tuesday, at least as things look now. One thing I want to mention is a little bit uh, different than what we normally talk about here, 
But I want to talk about what happened yesterday with Glenn Greenwald. Glenn Greenwald, you probably know the name, probably remember him well, uh, was the first that broke the story uh, about um, Edward Snowden and the NSA CIA spying on U.S. citizens without our knowledge, right? Glenn Greenwald broke this. He is an amazing journalist and reporter. He's fearless. Yesterday, first of all, after, after uh, uh, Greenwald broke the story of Snowden, shortly thereafter, he founded, was one of the three founders of The Intercept. And <clears throat> yesterday, he resigned from The Intercept. He resigned from The Intercept because the publication he founded was now being blocked. He was being blocked from publishing his own story that he had written about the Biden crime family. It's what's remarkable about this, and it really is. He, he was on, also on Tucker last night, highly recommended, is that The Intercept was founded to find wrongdoing in the intelligence community, like, like with Snowden. And now his editors all out of New York, all massive Biden fans, all of them Biden supporters, all of them never Trumpers. Now, with the media covering up the news breaking about the Biden crime family, it's now been confirmed the Justice Department has been investigating Hunter Biden and his associates since 2019. But now the editors at The Intercept, the publication that Greenwald founded, are blocking him from writing a story about the Biden family. It is truly remarkable. This is happening throughout media. We've never seen anything like this. The establishment, the deep state, the intelligence community seem to be all in on Biden. We've just it's just remarkable, you know, remarkable. And if we're we're journalists here as well, you know, we uh, we, we we do our best to go where others aren't. Greenwald is one of our heroes here, and what's happened to him and so many across newsrooms all over the country that are not allowed to cover anything that is not negative towards Trump is just, again, it's hard to put into words uh, how grave this situation is. And should Biden win, folks, you know, we're, we're China. We're China. So uh, vote like... Uh, Vote like your future depends on it and your freedom depends on it. We are here. All right, let's take a look at our, uh, at our, at our uh, internals today because, again, they were better, much, much better than they were on Monday. Even when the market was down big today, uh, we saw nothing like we saw Monday and Wednesday with those big 900-point drops uh, that we had those two days in the Dow. Much better today. Even when the, the Dow was down 450 today, we just – and the NASDAQ down 350. We just weren't seeing – the kind of uh, 90% down days on volume. Today, we didn't see anything close to that. Much, much better. We think that's a good sign. Again, markets getting heavily to extreme oversold, just as the very fearful are getting out of the market. We like, we like this setup here, great deal. NASDAQ, uh, first cover uh, advanced decline. Advanced decline today was only negative NYSE by 700 issues, not even two to one negative. NASDAQ was worse. NASDAQ was right at about the two and a half to one negative. Still nothing like Monday and Wednesday. Up down volume, not even two to one negative on NYSE and uh, just over two to one negative on NASDAQ. We did have about 150 more stocks hitting new 52 week lows to highs. 
but that's our least important indicator here. It's really the breadth. We're looking at advanced decline and up-down volume that we're looking at here uh, that tells us the action is getting better. Good to see. October is going out uh, as a rough month. Not uncommon for October, by the way. October, uh, all, all of our broad markets were down. NASDAQ, SP 500, and, uh, and Dow Jones, all down 6% in that range for the month. But remember, October, not our best month, one of our worst months of the year. But from this point till May is the best time to be in the, in the markets from a seasonality point of view. Over 90% of all the market's gain, gains occur from this time frame to May. Very, very seasonally bullish time to be in the market. Look at our sector watch today as well. Of our 11 S&P 100 sectors, we had nine finished lower on the day, uh, led by consumer discretionary down 3%. Again, technology leading, not what you want to see, down 2.4%. Uh, and communication services down 1%. Our winners of the day, just light winners, by the way. Financials and energy, both up just slightly. Also, one point we'll make here because we do follow the semiconductors so closely. They also staged a bit of a late-day rally, still finished down 1.6% today. So right now, as of today, as we've seen now really for the last couple of weeks, the semis were down now uh, 12 out of 14 days. Again, we don't want to see semis and, the, and, the, and techs leading the way lower. Likely tells us we're not quite done with this sell-off yet. In our commodity watch today, uh, gold, again, uh, good to see gold. This is not, again, not a liquidity uh, crisis today. Not everything has to go crisis today. Gold today finishing back up $10 an ounce at $18.77. Again, this sector is hitting phenomenal buy signals for us on the VRA system. Silver today also up $0.35 cents at $23.71. Uh, the, the miners led the way today. Again, that's what you want to see. Uh, the miners leading the way up and way down uh, for this group. Oil today down 56 cents a barrel at 35.61, and uh, finally Bitcoin up 59 dollars, continuing its move higher at 13,536. Folks, hope you had a great week. Have a good weekend. We'll see you back here again Monday after the close.